Welcome to the Crimes You Commit in College podcast show, where every Friday we provide you with essential and inspirational keys to wellness every scholar needs to be successful and productive. Coming from students who are dedicated to improving their lives and the lives of others, you will gain valuable advice and knowledge on how to strengthen and maintain your health, spirituality, grades, organization, and relationship skills. My name is Manny Brooks. And my name is Jasmine Wilson, and we will be sharing the crimes you commit while attending college, while giving you in-depth tips and mentorship on how to prevent these crimes from being committed. Here, we empower students to become their best selves as they venture through the challenges of college life. Life is just one big lecture, and we are all students. If you wish to become the best student that you can possibly be, tap into the Crimes You Commit in College podcast, where we drop major gems in a new episode every Friday. Welcome back to another Crimes You Commit in College podcast episode. You're here with your one and only Jasmine Wilson. And this week is going to be a little bit different. We're changing the format a bit. Um, I'm going to be by myself. If you don't know, I'm typically joined with my co-host, Manny Brooks, but he is out on business at the moment. So it's going to be me and you guys. Now that that's out of the way, I would like to welcome you all back. If you're new, hello. Hi. (laughs) We're glad to have you here in your new presence. This week's topic is going to be something that I really wanted to touch on, uh, very prevalent with today's society, especially within the college community. And I think it's really important that we address some of the issues surrounding it, and that is stress. Stress is something that we all deal with on a daily basis, and how we deal with it can really dictate how we perform, not only in school, but in our everyday lives and the people that we're around. And so I'd really like to address some of the issues that come with stress and how we can help resolve those issues. Today's episode is going to be broken up into two segments, one giving you the five top stressors for college students, and then the second segment is going to be over 10 different ways on how you can combat those stressors and how you can de-stress and be an overall more relaxed and happier college student. Let's start out by seeing what exactly is stress. Now, Google has it here as stress being the body's reaction to any changes that requires an adjustment or response. The body reacts to these changes with physical, mental, and emotional responses. Stress is a normal part of life. Even positive life changes, such as a promotion, a mortgage, or the birth of a child, produce stress. And now... For college students, we have stress every single day and more so than ever than before. Now, with today's society, we have a constant pressure of performing well, excelling, being the best at what we're doing. And to a lot of us, that can be extremely stressful. So with today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you five top reasons college students stress out and then 10 Yes, that's right. Twice as many ways you can combat those stressors. Let's get into it. First, I would like to shout out my girl Jasmine for... (laughs) I love Jasmine's. (laughs) I would like to shout out my girl Jasmine for actually taking part in the poll that I posted um, and asking you guys what stresses you out the most. She replied with, maintaining relationships with my family, school, work, and life. So it's me too. Me too. Um, If I could think of all the times that I've been stressed out by those various reasons, man, (laughs) it can be tough. It can definitely be tough. And also, I would like to give a shout out to Kaya for responding as well. She replied to what stresses her out the most as her schoolwork and 
for me, I can honestly say that schoolwork is my top stressor and being in college it has always been one of my top stressors and I believe that it'll continue to do so until I graduate how nice with that being said we're gonna go ahead and transition to our first segment of the episode which is the top five stressors for a college student our number one being academic stress I'm just gonna go ahead and say that I believe that this is one of the top stressors for all college students um, performing well and doing good in college and getting that high GPA is so stressful, um, especially when there's so many people around us. There's so much competition. So good old Google describes academic stress as involving mental distress regarding anticipated academic challenges or failure, or even the fear of the possibility of academic failure. Academic stressors show themselves in many aspects in the student's environment at school, home, and their peer relationships, and even their neighborhood. The stress is real, guys. For me, the pressure that I put on myself can be so immense, and I think that I really stress myself out sometimes with that academic um, perspective when I feel like I'm not performing as well as I should be, which is reasonable. I just want to put this out there real quick for you guys. Not all stress is bad stress. The fact that you're feeling some type of urgency or stress coming towards your academic performance is a good thing. In fact, it can be beneficial to you. If you didn't have any stress, if you didn't ever worry about it, if you didn't care, you really wouldn't get anywhere, to be honest. I mean, there's there's there are people like that out there, guys. There's people that don't really care much for their academic success, much less even going to college. So the fact that you care, we, we acknowledge that. Um, but the amount of stress that you allow that to cause you is what's really um, important and being aware of. So let's just get on the idea of failure. Failure can be really stressful, um, especially if you're failing your classes. <laughs> like You'd think the idea of paying a thousand, two thousand, even three thousand dollars per class would keep someone stressed out enough to not fail their class. But surprisingly enough, there are students out there that are failing their college courses that they are paying for. And so I think a lot of the stress that comes with academic uh, academics in general is not even just the performance in school, such as like doing well on tests or getting all the homework done on time and, you know, doing your part in group projects, but the aftermath of not performing as well as you anticipated, whether it be not getting the score you wanted, um, working with groups of people that you're not necessarily keen on working with and so forth. So later in the episode, we'll actually go over some ways you can actually cope with academic stress and use the stress you get with school to your advantage. Which leads me to my second top stressor for college students being family and homesickness stress. This is something that I didn't think would be so stressful to college students, much less myself. However, I can definitely see that it's an important and that it was necessary to include. According to allocation, it states some of the family issues faced by families that can create stress for students include divorce, family finances, and poor communication. Many students attending college want to please their parents, even if the parents reassure them that they are pleased no matter what. <laughs> Man, I wish my parents were like that. <laughs> no, but all seriousness, um, the pressure of pleasing your family can definitely be tremendous. 
personally for me, um, one of my biggest stressors is definitely pleasing my family and making sure that I set an example. As the oldest, I've always been expected to do exceptionally well, to excel in everything that I do, and to bring my A-game and do my best. And so with college, it's no different. In fact, that expectation has even leaped higher. And I'm faced with the idea of all eyes being on me and the absolute necessary need to perform my best, the best, in fact. So... I definitely understand where that family stress can come from, and not just regarding college, but family stress in general. I have three younger siblings, and the stress of being around them is crazy, (laughs) which is funny because part of this is uh, homesickness that comes with family stress, actually missing coming home. And although my siblings can be incredibly annoying, um, incredibly stressful, I do miss being around them, coming home to them each and every day, being embraced by my mother, being able to come home to a home-cooked meal and spend time with my family, go bug them if I wanted to be bugged by them. I do miss it. I definitely do. And I can see where a lot of students who have never been away from home can experience that homesickness as well. So that's that stress is definitely real. Even more so if you're in a position where you're living quite far away from your family. I know some students decide to go out of state. Um, and living away from your family can be a definite drastic change. I know for me, even though my parents are only a couple hours away, I still can feel the distance. I can still feel the longing to want to be able to come home to them each and every day to see them how often I ever want to see them. And that's something that I took for granted in the past, and I can definitely see why a lot of students struggle with that. Number three on my list here comes from financial stress. According to AmericanScholar.org, it's especially true for college students dealing with financial stress. Getting through higher education means constantly thinking, worrying, and stressing about how to afford it. Ohio State University's 2015 National Student Financial Wellness Study found that a staggering 70% of college students reported feeling stressed about their finances. Working before college was fine. It was great. Um, I didn't mind it. I liked being able to buy things that I didn't necessarily need, but I really wanted, and it was great. And now shifting from that childish mindset to adulthood and college has been such a smack to the face. I mean, before... I thought I was taking care of myself, guys. I fed myself. I came home. I drove myself everywhere I needed to go. And I was an adult. I was definitely an adult. But I didn't take time to realize that there's so much more to life than just going out with friends and eating out and buying ridiculous things, guys. There's actually bills that have to be paid. There's actually finances that have to be put in certain places to actually continue in college. And so when that realization hit me, it hit me like a brick of walls. And and once it hit, my life was shattered completely. I'm kidding. But it can be really stressful, especially in college, um, thinking about your finances, especially being that college is so expensive. 
just living every day-to-day life can be stressful. I mean, you're constantly thinking about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, and all these other different aspects of college life. It can be a lot, and it can actually distract you from your academics, which can in turn lead to more stress. Fortunately enough, there are definitely ways to deal with this stress. I'm going to be linking one of my favorite audiobooks on how to become more financially stable while in college um, down in the description and uh, giving you a couple of tips uh, from the top of my head. One of them being um, taking advantage of your student ID. Guys, as a college student, you have so many discounts that you don't even know about. I mean, seriously, they're everywhere. And for example, Apple Music offers you um, monthly listening for $5 instead of 10 which the average person who's not in college would pay. So really look around, um, look around locally, look at what your school offers you, um, all sorts of resources, guys. There's never a lack of resources, just a lack of resourcefulness, as my boy Richard Yu actually states. And I actually want to go ahead and link some of his videos down in the description below as well. He's amazing. He's so awesome at really displaying what it is to be a college student and what it is to work from the grounds up. Which is going to bring me to my fourth top college stressor being future success, um, aka anticipatory stress. According to WGU.org, it states anticipatory stress is being stress that occurs when you feel anxious about the future. When some people experience anticipatory stress, they may be nervous about a particular upcoming event. For others, it may simply be a general sense of uncertainty about what's to come. You may feel this kind of stress in both a vague and concrete way during your studies. If you feel anxious about a forthcoming test, assignment, or presentation, you are experiencing a more concrete form of anticipatory stress. If you have a sense of dread or fear of uncertainty about what your future in general, that is a more vague manifestation. Students may feel this kind of stress more frequently as they get near to graduation and are making decisions about their life after college. Guys, I want to take this time to bring up the stress that comes with Instagram. Now, this might seem a bit off topic, but I'm going to just tell you it's very, very much a part of this topic. And just watching other people be successful can be very, very, um, what's the word? What am I thinking of? Intimidating, discouraging, displeasing. Guys, watching Everything that's going on, all the money being thrown around, all the beautiful women, the cut men can be so detrimental to your overall well-being and it can be really stressful. I mean, when you are subjecting yourself to constantly seeing everyone else doing well, you can feel like what you're doing is underestimated. It can feel like it's not enough. And personally for me, I get this stressed from Instagram a lot. I mean, I got into a point where I just cannot sit on Instagram for more than two minutes because of all of the stress that comes with success, being successful. I mean, I have this idea in my head of how successful I want to be. And when I look at all the countless women on Instagram with their amazing bodies and their incredible relationships with their incredible husbands and boyfriends and all the money that they're making, I look at myself like, what am I doing? Am I even doing enough? Am I even as cool as I thought I was? Like, what's really going on here? And it, it really, it really stresses me out.
to be frank. It stresses me out. It bothers me. So for me personally, I've decided that it's best to just not look at it. I mean, really, I'm so much happier and more peaceful when I'm just looking at my own life, when I'm just accrediting the things that I do in my own life. And it's it's so relaxing to know that I'm where I need to be at this point. God has made a path for me and I am following it. And I don't need all the validation from others that comes with flashing the cars, the money, the body everywhere on social media. So I really want to bring that up to you guys and make sure that you're aware of it. Um, Future stress can really cause you a lot of harm if you're looking at everything else that's going around you, how everyone else is doing, and you're not looking at yourself. I mean, really, think about what you're doing. Are you doing the things that you need to do to get in the place that you want? to be or are you more focused on what else somebody else is doing um minding your business mind your business guys honestly if many more of us would just mind our business and focus on ourselves we'd be so much better off we'd be so much less stressed about the future but anyways that's just my opinion you might see that true for yourself if you evaluate yourself and others around you but anyways we're gonna go ahead and move on to our last and final top reason college students are stressed out and that is personal stress or what I like to call everything else stress. Now, this can come from relationships, be it a boyfriend, a girlfriend, your friends, your best friends. Um, Again, social media, your roommates, your pets, learning something new, yourself, even yourself. Yes, you can stress yourself out, guys. Um, Anything and everything that is susceptible to causing you stress. Now, This is something a lot of us don't necessarily look at. We kind of overlook because of all the other stressors that are more prevalent, more in our face. Everything else stress. I mean, we get stressed from so many things around us, guys. Let me just bag it up here. I I mentioned roommates as one of the stress. Guys, let me tell you, I I got three roommates and... Praise God, I have a good relationship with all of them. I love all my roommates. We're cool. It's just one aspect of living with other people that I really get stressed from, and that's the cleanliness. I mean, we all have our own little living spaces, but we have this main area that we share, and it's the kitchen and the living room. And so when I clean and I come back to something not being clean, whew, I cannot tell you how peeved I get. And so recently it's been more stressful than ever. I've been making it a a thing. I've been holding people accountable, you know, really pushing forth, hey, clean up behind yourselves. Don't leave any type of mess and we won't have no problems. But look, I don't know if it's just a sign of disrespect. I don't know if it's just somebody don't care. But I keep coming back to dishes in a sink and I'm just like, If you got time to eat, you got time to clean. Okay, say it again. If you got time to eat, you got time to clean. Look, I'm coming from a house where you would get in trouble if you left a speck of grease on the stove. So now that there's like, you know, three women sharing, four women sharing a kitchen, like, ah, I don't get it. I don't get where the disconnect is coming from, but it really stresses me out. Aside from that, everything's good. We good. I love my roommates, but like, Please, please be respectful of people's wishes, especially if it's something as simple as that. It's something as necessary as that with everything that's going on in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every All the germs that are being spread, we got to keep it clean, okay? So 
that's my little spiel on stress with roommates. Um, but like I said, stress can come from anywhere and everywhere. I mean, in places you wouldn't think you could be stressed out about. I mean, what else I got here? I got a boyfriend and girlfriends. Let's go on to that. Do we want to talk about it? I think we're going to talk about it. Relationships in general can be stressful. But when you've got another person that you're trying to care for and give attention to and love, it can be even more so stressful, especially when they feel like you're not giving enough time to them. When this is a time that you should be devoting to your studies, this is a time where you should be devoted to your future and your success and all those other different aspects of college life, having a relationship can and is stressful. You should definitely be aware of that and the stress that they cause you. If your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your significant other, your best friend or whatever is causing you stress, immense stress, it's time for you to take a step back. It's time for you to really evaluate the relationship and its valuableness. Is it really, is it really, really helping you achieve what you want to achieve? Is it really putting you in a mental state that you need to be in? If not, if you answered no to those questions, you really, like I said, need to take a step back, evaluate it, maybe have a conversation, maybe bring up the fact that you're feeling stressed out about the relationship so that whatever is going on doesn't continue or get worse. And so that's my little tip to advice on everything else stress. From that, we're going to go ahead and transition to the second segment on how you can actually de-stress and relax your overall being your mind and here we go my first tip to all my college students on how you can be more relaxed and less stressed in college is to not stress about being stressed now I know this sounds ridiculous but I said it for a reason when you're feeling stressed, you feel like you're on the edge for everything and that everything is barely being held together. So don't beat yourself up too badly about it. It's normal. And the best way to handle stress is to not get more stressed about being stressed. If you're stressed out, admit it and figure out how you can handle it. The first step to distressing yourself is to figure out what's stressing you. And once you address and acknowledge the fact that you're stressed, you can then take the appropriate actions needed to distress yourself. Focusing on stress, especially without taking any action, will only make things seem worse. And number two here on my list is getting some sleep. Being in college means that your sleep schedule is most likely far from ideal. When I say ideal, meaning that good six to seven hours of sleep every night. Now, for me, I'm barely hitting that. I'm getting like five or six, sometimes three to four hours of sleep on a daily basis. So it's rare, it's really rare that I actually get seven to eight hours of sleep and really feel refreshed after waking up. And it's all because I'm not going to bed earlier like I should be. Instead of going to bed at a reasonable time, like 12, I'm hitting that two, three o'clock marker. And it does stress me out when I look at the amount of time I have left to sleep before I can actually get up and be t on time for class. Um, I know I'd be calculating like, okay, if I go to sleep at this time, I got four hours of sleep. If I go to sleep at this time, I'll get five and a half hours of sleep. And it's ridiculous. And it ultimately leads me to being more stressed out throughout my day because I can't perform like I should be performing. I'm tired. I want to go to sleep in class. Um, I didn't have enough time to eat breakfast in the morning. 
And so that's where the stress comes in. So just making sure that you're getting enough sleep, um, getting more sleep. If you're constantly tired, you really just need to take a breather from everything and make sure that your body is getting what it needs to function properly. Which leads me into my third way on de-stressing in college is being getting some healthy food. Like your sleep habits, your eating habits are going to have some effect on you and your levels of stress. If you are constantly fueling your body with trash, believe it or not, you're going to feel like trash. Ice, artificial flavors, sugars, um, you know, just just really saturated foods that aren't doing your body any good. They're doing more harm than good. It's not going to help you at all. In fact, it can cause you to stress out because you have all of this, you know, work to do and you have no efficient fuel to do the work. It's like putting regular gas in a, in, a, in a luxury car, guys. Just think of yourself as a luxury vehicle and you're fueling it with trash gas, you know, when you know you should be using premium, when you're actually an electric car and you should be charging yourself up the charging station every day, you are opting for something that is not fit for your body, that's not helping you, that's allowing you to do the bare minimum. And so what you eat, guys, is really the way that you're going to feel. It's really the way you're going to perform. So really take into account what are you eating. Are you, is the majority of your food is going to be saturated fats and, and sugars and snacks and nothing whole. I mean, guys, you might think that that cookie is worth it, but, like, at the end of the hour, you're still hungry again? Like, what? You just wasted a whole meal's calorie on a cookie when you could have something more fulfilling, more sustainable to your body. So really taking some time um, researching the right foods for you, it's it's getting more simpler than ever to really understand how food works and is processing your body. So I really encourage you guys to understand what you're eating, to really know what you're putting into your body and understand why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Number four on my list is hand-in-hand hand with sleep and food, and that is to getting exercise. Now, a lot of you may think that you don't have time to exercise, but let me tell you, if you have time to sit on Netflix in bed for three hours of your day, you got time to do a little workout. You got time to walk around. And this can sound really um, harsh to some of you, but really, really taking care of your body is really going to allow you to stress. Now, you might not know that you're stressing about it, but your body internally is stressed. It's not getting the nutrients it needs. It's not getting the sleep that it needs. And then on top of that, it's not getting the exercise or movement that young college students desperately need. I mean, you can go anywhere in a 10-mile radius and find a gym. If gyms aren't your thing, cool. You got a bedroom. You got a floor, guys. <laughs> I remember before college, I literally used to just work out in my room. I didn't go to the gym because I was terrified of the stairs and not knowing how to work out. And I literally just started in my own room. I taught myself what it is I wanted to um, achieve with my body and my goals. And I literally started working out there. And over time, I built this confidence and I was able to find myself ending up in a gym, working out um, consistently each week. And let me just tell you guys, the feeling, the euphoric feeling that comes with completing a workout is so incredible. Knowing that you did something to your body is so nice. Not only does it distress you, 
Um, but it also allows you to build this discipline. And again, I'm going to go ahead and bring up my man's Richard Yu. He likes to talk about how really working out can really be the foundation to discipline because when you're consistently doing something for your body, it transpires into other aspects of your life. And it's really relieving, really relaxing to know that you're doing something that's good. And it's also tangible as evidence, visible evidence of you progressing and doing something beneficial for yourself. So yeah, all in all, it's really relaxing, very um, great way on how you can distress yourself in college. And like I said, if you got time to do certain things throughout your day, you can make time. I mean, 10 minutes, guys, 10 minutes to maybe sit and stretch, just stretch and work your way up to, you know, working out, going on a walk, maybe invite some of your friends to go on a walk. I know this sounds so cliche, but like literally getting your friends to go work out with you is so much fun. And it allows you to be more accountable when somebody else is um, expecting you to do that. So yeah, getting some exercise is my fourth reason. Number five on this list is getting some distance uh, slash quiet time. I'm going to go ahead and combine five and six here. Getting distance. Now, as a college student, you're not having as much time to yourself as you would think. Even though you might be away from your family, you are going to be interacting with other students. You may have friends. You may have times where you need to talk to your professors. If you're in any student organizations or clubs, you're going to be constantly surrounded by people. And if you're extroverted like me, getting me time or getting that quiet time can be really difficult, especially when you have so much going on with your schedule. So getting quiet time, just getting some time to yourself away from everything, away from everyone. And when I say everything, I mean everything. Guys, put your phone down. Like I said, with all the things that are going on with your phone and social media, the stress that it causes, just taking some time away from it can be so, so nice for your health. I just love it when I get I forget my phone or I don't remember to bring a charger or something like that. And I just have to really sit with myself and I don't have anything else to do. I just really got a time to sit with myself, to think, to reflect. It's so relaxing to really get that time to yourself away from everybody and everything. Now, aside from this, my number seven is going to be getting some social time. On the contrary, if you are more introverted and you like to be with yourself, if you like to put all your time into studying, um, preparing for an essay that's a month away, um, just really, really into yourself, really into school, it's it can become stressful. Um, and allowing yourself to get some social time can really be relaxing. So whether it be you going out with the friends to eat, which is always a great relaxing pastime, whether it's going to the movies or just, you know, setting up a study date with someone, you know, setting up, I don't want to say date, but I mean like setting up a study session with your friends, you know, instead of just doing it by yourself, you can invite some friends and you guys can all work together. And this actually reminds me of a time where, oh, it was actually pretty recent. It was the end of the first semester here in our freshman year. A lot of us were really stressed out about um, our final exams. And being that it is our first year, we the pressure was on, guys. We really, really wanted to do well. We really wanted to finish out strong. And a lot of us just didn't know where to start. I mean, final exams, you know, high school, the setting, you know. So... 
what we came to terms with, we actually decided that we would all take a trip to the library. And at this time of the year, being that it was finals, the library was open for 24 hours. So we all got on the shuttle at 9 o'clock at night, and we rode over to the library. Got there. It was pretty jam-packed. Um, people were like, you know, socializing, studying. It was a great environment to be in, especially when that's what we wanted to achieve. So we ended up all sitting down at this table. It was like seven or eight of us. Uh, We pulled out the laptops, the notebooks, the pens and pencils, and we just sat down and worked. And instead of just sitting there and just expecting all of us to like work nonstop, I actually decided that it would be more fun and incorporating to set a timer for 15 minutes And every time the 15 minutes went off, we would go around in the circle and each of us would explain what we had accomplished within that 15 minutes. And when I tell you guys that that was one of the funniest study sessions that I had the pleasure of being a part of, guys, I mean, literally... And the 15 minutes would go up and we would all go in a circle and we would literally just talk about what we finished. You know, we finished a paragraph, we deleted a paragraph, we finished one part of our assignment, we finished the assignment. And it was really, really encouraging to see the my friends sitting across from me getting things done and enjoying the work that they were doing. I mean, really, how many of you can say that you can sit down and you like to study, you like to do homework? None of us, right? But we were having so much fun. It was almost a little bit, it wasn't, it wasn't competitive, but it was a little competitive to see, okay, she just finished her paper and, oh, she finished two assignments. And guys, each and every one of us had finished one thing that we had set out to do that night. Like one thing we wanted to accomplish, we finished it. We all went in a circle and like congratulated each other. And it was so warming and awesome. And I really recommend you try this with your friends, guys. This is a great, great social time for college students. I mean, it's killing two birds in one stone. You're hanging with friends and you're getting work done. What's not to love? Um, Again, number eight, making your work fun. Like I said, um, that's one way to make your work fun. If you like to... Um, get more creative with it, such as like making games. I know being in college, you wouldn't think to really be too creative with how you're studying, but it can actually help you a lot. Um, Making it fun, making it something that you want to do is really going to increase your chances of getting it done. So making your work fun, whether it be flashcard games, whether again, being with a group of friends and studying, is really going to help you. So I really encourage you guys to actually try it out and apply it. Try studying with one of your friends. If you've got a friend that's incredible at math and you're kind of trash, I don't, if you're not as good, then you should definitely uh, see if they're willing to study with you. Um, if they've got something up coming up as well, maybe you can help refresh them with something that they haven't seen in a while and maybe they can help you get some work done. So yeah. Number eight on this list if I can find it, y'all, I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Oh, apparently I don't have a number eight. Okay, we're just going to go ahead and skip to number nine then. <laughs> number nine, getting help. Now, this part of distressing comes from when it all feels like a little too much. When you feel like you're doing everything that you can to cope with the stress and it's just not working. And unfortunately for some college students, that overwhelming feeling of stress can become too much to bear. And some people do choose to take their own lives. So getting on the more um, Roth side of things, guys, um, 
nothing should ever be stressing you out that much. And I do apologize if it is, but it shouldn't be stressing you to the point where you cannot function, where you feel like what you're doing doesn't matter anymore. And so I really encourage you guys, if what you're doing on your own isn't helping you, to seek help. You can get that help from a friend, a, clo- a, a close loved one. Um, and, and I do want to bring this up as well, guys. There are resources on your campuses. I mean, there's counseling services, your, even your advisors. I and mean, really, guys, your advisors are all people that you can talk to. That's what they're there for. They're there to help. They understand what it's like to go through college, and they understand what it's like to deal with the stress of being a college student. So you should really seek for help if what you're doing on your own isn't enough. And again, if you or you know someone else that is dealing with it and they're not dealing with it well, please reach out to them. Um, Maybe not in an evasive way that, you know, shows that you're worried about their well-being or something like that, like in a bad way, but maybe in a gentle way, like, hey, um, I I see you're dealing with this and I just wanted to check if you're all right. Do you need anything? You can talk to me. Be that person for them to talk to. Um, Just like if you were to need someone you needed to talk to. My last and final tip on how you can be the distressed and relaxed college student we all wish to be is getting some perspective. This, again, comes from thoughtco.com. And it reads that college life can definitely be overwhelming. You want to hang out with your friends, join clubs, explore off campus, join a fraternity or sorority, and be involved in the campus newspaper. It can sometimes feel like there aren't enough hours in the day, and that's because there aren't. There's only so much any person can handle, and you need to remember the reason why you're in school. Academics. No matter how exciting your co-curricular life can be, It won't be able to enjoy any of it if you don't pass your classes. Make sure to keep your eye on the prize and then head out and change the world. Y'all, this really hits home for me. Really not allowing everything else that's going on to distract me from my goal, which is to graduate college. I... I got this goal, guys. It's pretty big, and the only way that I'm going to reach it is if I take the necessary steps and get to that point, right? And a lot of us become so consumed with our relationships. We become so consumed with our family and financial stress and and roommates and pets and all this other crazy stuff. I don't know why I just said pets. Yeah, pets can definitely be stressful. Shout out to my dog who just chewed up my shoes because she missed me, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, a lot of things around us are causing us everyday stress, but not allowing our eyes to go off the prize, to just be focused, um, is was really going to distress you in the long run. It would be so, so unfortunate to look back and, and, and just think of all the things you could have, that you stressed about don't matter to you now, right? And so I just think about the things that I used to be stressed out when I was even in middle school. Like I used to be stressed out about the goofiest things and I could care less now. But I definitely did reap some of the repercussions that came with that stress, um, be it social, um, my self, uh, my inner self's anxiety and all these other things. But I'm currently taking it with a grain of salt and allowing myself not to become stressed about things that aren't going to matter for me in the future. I am focused on my school and my degree, and that is my priority at this moment. As should it be for you as a incredible and amazing college student, you have gotten this far. You are not here for just any reason. You are here for a purpose. And I really encourage you guys to seek that purpose, remind yourself what that purpose is, and get it done. 
Do not let anything, anything, and I mean anything, keep you distracted from your goals, keep you too stressed to get to them, guys. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and conclude this episode. Thank you all so, so much for listening. I really appreciated your presence here. Next week, we'll be returning for a new episode, and it'll be me and your boy Manny Brooks again. Uh, Yeah, so if you guys liked today's episode, please feel free to share with anyone you believe could benefit from our content. And if you'd like to connect with us to share any suggestions or ask any questions or anything of the nature, please go ahead and follow us on Spotify and Instagram at UMD Titans. We really appreciate you guys' feedbacks and we'd love to have you featured on our show. With that being said, thank you all so much for listening. Remember to stay positive, stay hungry, and most importantly, keep your head up.